Lives of Pitch, the podcast where we pitch the best films that'll never get made. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Tom McGrath. And the game goes like this. We asked you, our devoted listeners, to come up with titles that you'd like to hear us pitch. We then collaborate, coming up with story points, casting, and even marketing strategies. Without further ado, this week's title is... Telling Whoppers. Oh, hey! <laughs> it's like Burger King in that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, it's a Burger King one. It's a it's a good product placement movie title. Uh, and that is a British burger shop. <laughs> a British burger shop, is it? <laughs> it is. No, is it, it is. I, b- I believe Burger King is a British burger shop. You're kidding me. No, I think it is. Wow. I, well, I've heard. I don't know if it's... Broke America. I don't know if that's correct, but it's certainly <laughs> what I heard at some point in my life ever. <laughs> okay. Joining us today, uh, this week for uh, our product placement... Uh, movies is Dave Bulmer back on the show once again. Hello there, and I'm just drinking this uh, lovely PG Tips tea. PG Tips? Mm. Oh yeah. Um, well, I Ooh. am uh, drinking wait, some. Wait, I was wrong. It's Tetley. Oh, flipping heck! <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> now you've got both of them on your back. I don't know whether I've just broken some kind of product placement law, and they're going to send the lawyers after me. Like if you are, if you're paid by. Tetley, and then you actually only mention PG Tips. What happens then? <laughs> uh, they send the uh, they, they they basically Tetley send the Yorkshireman after you, and then yeah. um, PG send the monkey, the chimpanzees. So if you wanted to imprison the Tetley men, that'd be a way to go about it. If you wanted to kidnap Tetley men, then you would do exactly that scheme. Wait for them to be sent round your house, and they go ha ha, and lock the door and swallow the key. They are deceptively strong. All <laughs> oh, right. For <laughs> they... a second, I forgot what the Tetley men were, so I just went to the Lurpak <laughs> man blowing his trumpet of, in my head. They're made out of tea bags. Yeah, lurching their way <laughs> yeah. out, of, out of a pyramid bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just they're they're super. The Tetley men's superpower is that they're incredibly working class. Well, they're and, br- <laughs> and, uh, and basically that means that they can they can pretty much do any. Any any job, uh, yeah, no, meaning sure. that they'll 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 take your windows off to get into your house before before uh, you know locking you down. So telling whoppers was given to us by Ross underscore Originals. He got in touch with us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can also find us to give us titles on Facebook on facebook.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast as well uh so thank thank you for that um and other people who have gone over and uh and given us titles this week uh are going to be featured in our honorable mentions uh which um if you haven't listened to the show before is uh, everyone who was nearly the main title and uh we're going to do a short version of <coughs> a film uh, pitch for them okay so um our honorable mentions from Tomasz Chodakowski, we've got iPod from Hell. Okay, well, that is just an ordinary iPod then, because the uh, the choice that we have is the uh, the good ones from years ago, whose hard drives are all corrupt now, or the modern ones, which can hold three songs and have a flipping touchscreen, and they're absolutely useless. Yeah. <laughs> it's... He's not wrong, you know. <laughs> but I feel, uh, I feel, I feel like this iPod from Hell would probably be one that, like, it's one of the old ones that hasn't ha- had its hard drive corrupted. Yeah. And like everyone, it's sought after, and a a, a very very expensive, but also a, an asshole surgeon buys it on eBay, right? Oh. 
and um, really? he he kind of he buys it and he like drives in in his Porsche and he's like, look, here I am with my, my old school iPod and he's doing surgery and then this the music changes. He's like, he, he wants to listen to classical music, but like Rage Against the Machine starts playing and it starts like it, the, the music and it changes the, it, the tracks over and over again to something more and more aggressive to the point where he's just stabbing up the person who he's trying to... Uh, <laughs> He's trying to operate on, and basically, oh. like he gets sent to prison, and his 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 iPod gets confiscated, and then the prison warden who kind of takes it off him goes, "Hang on a minute, is this an old iPod? <laughs> is this an old <laughs> iPod without the hard drive uncorrupted?" He takes it, and then the the cycle continues, and it's sort of like a, um, I don't know what like, the actual arc is, but I reckon it's like uh, you know the bit in the new Jumanji film where the the. Uh, the game changes to a video game. Sure. So that they find the old Jumanji on the beach, and then, uh, like, over time it turns into a video game console. Oh, does it? Okay. That's yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, a, a I'm thinking... Thing. It's one of those things where it's just like, oh, yeah, I wish this iPod could hold more songs, and then the devil appears. <laughs> oh, God. And goes, well... <laughs> Do you want more songs I've, on your iPod? I think I think yes, we go I with do. a more. I do, Satan. Yes. <laughs> I think we go with a more like the then ring go style. Nine six hundred and sixty-six more songs oh, added. <laughs> it's a complete mystery who's playing Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Hazard a guess. <laughs> is it the guy who does that really, really uh, eccentric English person in The Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> that one. Ooh, 60, 666 new songs on your iPod. Love. <laughs> okay, it I think that's as far as we can get with that the ones one. I want. To play. <laughs> <laughs> it's on <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> but like, the arrows look like uh, like scales. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Because the thing is, so far you've just described an iPod that most people would quite like. You know, it's got it's got just some rock music on it. It's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's like mainstream popular. <laughs> it's got six hundred and sixty-six. Well, it's been cursed time. by me, the devil. Yeah, yeah Satan. Re- <laughs> it turns out that, like, actually, never mind Rage Against the Machine. It actually is like seventies rock. Was in fact. <laughs> Satan's music, yeah, and he's just like, aha! I fill it up with the most evil music in the world. And I was like, all right, cool, yeah, no, this is a classic. Oh yeah, this is pretty good. He's like, aha! No, you're supposed to be really afraid. You ever heard of ACDC? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I have. yeah, I'm a big fan. Thanks. Is that got all their albums? Yes, and their live stuff. Why aren't you scared? Rock music. <laughs> Previously you enjoy unrecorded. the rock stylings of Slade. <laughs> <laughs> Previously unreleased. <laughs> and then, yeah, and they're just going, like, "Oh, cheers! This is really good." <laughs> he's, he's honestly trying to like give them. He's trying to torture them with the most horrible iPod, and he's really frustrated because like all of pop culture has basically come to accept his his music is quite good. <laughs> <laughs> and I think 
then we the, the, the tone of the film shifts massively. Yeah. And we have a sort of like introspective Birdman style, like follow the devil round, wondering <laughs> what his place is in the world where he's already won. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, and he's like getting really, he's getting really annoyed at, at like actual modern music because there's because it's not even a devil, there's not even a Satan. It's just like people are making music now. There's yeah. no supernatural force behind it at all. Satan's <laughs> in Arrested Development, like that. Kind of... <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad we went there. <laughs> okay, so from fingers to hand, we've got. We'd rather have a film about Cocoa Pops. <laughs> good. Very good, very good. Oh, um, that's lovely. Oh, I like that a lot. Okay. So, <laughs> is this going to be like um, Looney Tunes Back in Action, where it's a film about the making of a film? Well, in order to, in order to live up to that title, it has to be that it never is quite a film about Cocoa Pops until the end. It's got to be... <laughs> You've you've always either either the viewer or the characters have always got to rather have a bowl of cocoa pops well, than whatever's currently happening. Well, what if what if sort of uh, cut back to nineteen nineties, right? Yeah, Coco the monkey is uh, like all the rage. Everyone's into him, and. <laughs> Uh, they're about to make. They're about to start we all production. We the big Coco the monkey craze, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're about to start production on their on the Coco Pops movie. Okay. <laughs> Until <laughs> in the dead of night, in the in the middle of a storm, the um uh, uh a, a dark shadow, a shadowy figure. Uh-huh. Sneaks in to the um, uh, sneaks into to Coco's hotel room and uh, puts him out of action somehow. Basically, well, I don't think he had a hotel room. I think he was just up a tree. So All they right. probably push him out of the tree. Yeah, and then break you, his hear, you hear you hear that you hear a howl uh, in yeah. the night as as lightning strikes. Yeah, and then. And then Fate to and, black. He's like, and he's like, oh no, this really hurts. I'd much rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops than this. <laughs> <Yes>. oh. <laughs> uh, and then Fate to Black. Uh, he's just crawling towards a bowl on the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> With a howl. Cocoa um, Pops. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to, so uh, and then it's present, and um, Coco is... Uh, um, I don't know. The problem is with this, I don't know any of Coco the Monkey's, like, cohorts. I think there was a no. crocodile who was his enemy. I think there was... Or I have a vague memory of there being some kind of um, a toucan, but I don't know if that was, like, a speaking character or if it was just... Yeah. Just I know there. I definitely had a little plastic representation of this toucan, whoever it was. It's 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 Whoever it is, it's now played by Rowan Atkinson. Okay, um, sure. Uh, and... Coco the Monkey played by uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, and he's gone full method for this one. And his, um, uh, his, his, and, uh, and all the costuming in this whole film is designed by Coco Chanel. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, his his quote unquote enemy, uh, the crocodile guy, mm. I assume, who wants to crunch, crunch, crunch everything, not just Coco Pops. Um, oh, yeah. uh, he. Is actually Coco's like best friend. Okay. Like they were, they were, they were, had a good on-screen chemistry when they were about to make this movie before Coco mm. got put out of action. 
right. or disgraced somehow. I can't, I can't, haven't quite got that bit. But some sure. for some reason, the <clears throat> pop movie got put out of action, and now ten years later, the crocodile comes up to Coco and says, "You know, we really should try and get back on on the screen." And he's like, "Well, how are we supposed to with that with that cookie crisp wolf taking up all the airtime?" <laughs> <laughs> And anyway, yeah. During the film, we discovered that the Cookie Crisp Wolf was the one who who inflicted the 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 wounds on on Coco in the first place. Oh, can we night. can we blow this wide open if we're having other cereal stuff? Can we ha- can we bring in all the like Kellogg's stuff? Yeah. Can we have Rick the Ricicle Spaceman? <laughs> yeah, we can. Can we have like Snap Crackle and Pop? But when they were in their superhero phase, yeah. Um, I vaguely remember that, yeah, when it wasn't just people with hats on. No, they were flying through ladies' windows, as I remember, and giving her <laughs> Cocoa Pops. No, yeah. I mean Rice Krispies, Rice Krispies of, course. of course. yeah, yeah. Captain Crunch is a retired <clears throat> Trump supporter. Yeah, and like at, um, the end of the, at the end of the film, as they do their big triumphant, like... Uh, move you hear the crowd you see like shots of the crowd going wow whoa and in the background you hear they're great <laughs> and and uh, this is gold <laughs> um, what, golden nuggets yeah oh yeah Crapper. and the uh, the uh, honey monster yeah the honey 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 yeah, yeah, the, um, yeah. this is the Kellogg's Nestle MCU uh, yeah. the Kellogg's Nestle CU the yeah. KNCU <laughs> <laughs> um, so and, and it's all building up to this really big like intergalactic supervillain collecting like one piece of each cereal to put on his glove <laughs> he's got a cornflake on there <laughs> It's a Grimace got, from McDonald's. He's got a single sugar puff. Yeah. <laughs> Play, <laughs> played, played by Bruce Willis. He's got a window. I still, I still don't understand why Thanos was not played by Bruce Willis. I will never understand that. Didn't need to do any CGI. Yeah. They could have just put a prosthetic jaw on him and he'd be done. Yeah. Purpled him up. Hey, I've, I've decided I'm gonna uh, do some bad stuff with this this glove. Says Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> Grimace, what's Grimace got to do with cereal? I, I don't know. It was I a just joke about a Thanos. Purple person. Yeah. yeah. A purple mascot. <laughs> and uh, mascot. So fair enough. We're almost there. There must be. There, there's got to be an off-brand cereal mascot that's purple. Must be. <laughs> Oh, it's no. You know, you know who it actually is. It's the Quaker Oats man, <laughs> <laughs> and he's defeated at the end by the Scots porridge oats guy tossing a caber <laughs> right his head. He's like, it, there's a whole, there's a whole like thematic uh, struggle between the old and the new. The sort yeah. of like, oh, kids don't want to eat um, eat porridge anymore. They only want to uh, or oats. They only want these sugary cereals, and that's why Quaker Oats Man's doing it. And then just <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> just get he gets a bag of porridge to the side of the head, and he's just like, <laughs> not all porridge boys think that. <laughs> it's the it's the ready break dragon and he central heatings them from the inside and they just burn away <laughs> I honestly thought that he'd get uh, the log from the caber toss yeah well no yeah <laughs> onto his head 
He does that, but it's just a bag of oats instead of a caber. Because <laughs> it's a shot. He's, he's doing a shot put, right? He isn't doing a doing a caber toss. Oh uh, yeah. Well, hang on. If it's supposed to be Scots, he must be doing a caber toss. That's like a famous Scottish mm. thing. I thought really? he was throwing a big old like he's, he's probably, doing he's doing the he's doing like the, right. the, the the kind of thing you do when you're about to do shot put though I think I he's think you're right then. I think armor. you're right mm. let's find out no <laughs> <laughs> you got some Dave <laughs> is going to the kitchen <laughs> well you're absolutely right check it out he's doing shot put that's what what a weird waste of a concept why not I mean, <laughs> that's Scott. weird. Scott's porridge oats. There he is. There he is. Look at him, handsome young fella. He is a handsome young fella. Ageless. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got to go back to the kitchen now with my box of porridge. That was a waste of Things. <laughs> 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 waste of movement. I've only got. I've only got three moves this turn. <laughs> Inefficient. <clears throat> All right. Well, there you go. That's a rather bowl of uh, a movie about cocoa pops, I guess. Where yeah. basically the whole thing is just a, a crammed-in introduction Wait. of every character. We actually did it. We accidentally made a film where the, <laughs> the person who wrote in would probably rather we had done a film about cocoa pops. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it was about the entire extended serial universe. <laughs> Coco. The whole thing kicks off with Coco the Monkey's murder, but after that. There's no, no Cocoa Pops yeah. involved anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was our honourable mentions. So thank you for everyone who's given us titles this week. Uh, if we didn't read yours out, sorry. Uh, you can try again next week when we put out a genre post uh, for next week's episode. To do that, you go over to Twitter at uh, Life's a Pitch Show and Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. So you go over there, send us uh, all your feedback, your big likes, and, of course, your uh, titles. Any time of the week, we do so enjoy reading them, so uh, we're happy to add them to the list of things we'd like to pitch in a week. So thank you to everyone who sent those in. Uh, Okay, so before we go on to our final pitch, we've got an award to give out. An award?! An award? Yes. yes, it's the... Yes, very clever. Award. Oh, uh, that one. Yes. I was wondering which award you meant, but uh, oh. now I understand. Yes, it's the Yes, Very Clever Award. We give this out to uh, people who've given us titles who uh, are basically making a pun on existing film titles uh, and making a funny joke out of it. Uh, <laughs> making so... a hilarious goof. Yes. A, a goof out of uh, out of a, a existing title, and we've got we've had plenty this week. Obviously, being the product placement one. You can imagine, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I had plenty to choose from. Uh, this week's one, however, goes to Phil Walters, and he's given us Body Shop of Horrors. Oh, <laughs> very good, very clever. A big bar of soap from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> No animal testing, just humans. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Phil, for that one. You can put that imaginary award on your imaginary award bookshelf. So shall we move on to our final pitch? I think so. Our main pitch for the day. Okay, so from Ross underscore originals, we've got Telling Whoppers. 
Telling okay, so words. telling poppers uh, are telling. So I think this is a this is another <laughs> crime. This is a crime film, and the main Ooh. clue is that there are there's this there's the, the the basically the crime is given away by the presence of some burgers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, so it's a crime occurs in a crime occurs in a Burger King? Well, maybe, or maybe or maybe not in a Burger King. And it's that but there is a man who that there is maybe a Burger King known for leaving Whoppers in his wake. And uh, and when they're investigating the crime scene, there's a load of Whoppers there. But then when they go to the Burger King to talk to him, he's like, But I'm innocent, Inspector. And it seems like he actually is. And is he being framed? Yes. I think it. I think because, the, the, like, Burger King, right, as a company, will only commission this if yeah. the Burger King is being framed and yeah, they, by uh, a direct yeah, yeah. competitor. The, the, the Burger King-sponsored movie can't be about how Burger <laughs> King himself is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen him? He's definitely a murderer. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's part of the brand, isn't it? You know, that's they, they, yeah. they deliberately made him terrifying so that they would get, you know, the eyes on, really. So they will have to go with that and say, it's like an Elephant Man scenario. Just don't judge him by his looks i've i've got it i've got it uh no it's not the burger king that's the murderer but the burger king that's been murdered oh <gasps> regicide yes <laughs> is it regicide and like is it okay if a burger king is killed by mm. a human is that regicide or is it only if he's killed by a burger that it's regicide does it have to be your king Oh, I'm maybe. Thinking it's it's the opening of the first Burger King, and the manager slash owner uh -huh. is calls himself the Burger King. Right. Okay. And all his all his sort of supervisors, and then just front of house staff. Uh, they're known. Uh, the supervisors are known of, as uh, Burger Thanes. Burger Thanes. And. Um, the front of house staff are just known as burger peasants. Burger, burger gentry. Yeah. <laughs> the actual shop is called the Burger Court. <laughs> <laughs> and so one day, one of the burger fanes. Uh, no, one of the. Uh, one of the. <laughs> you don't hear the word thane very often, do Not you? Not often, no. 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 Uh, <laughs> those of you listening and know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Keep shtum. <laughs> well, don't worry, Tom, because I'm not one of them. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm just flapping around in the breeze. Let's let's find really? out. Okay, well, let's let's see how far I can get <laughs> without you realizing what the hell I'm doing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No. I got it. Okay, go on, Tom. Okay, so one of the front of house staff um is like let's let's uh right. We need someone who's capable of murder. That's whole face has just collapsed in on itself in anticipation of this. Go on. <laughs> it's not anticipation. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, right. Who are we casting as our main character? Oh, who is our main character? Is it one of the Burger Thanes? No, no. It's it's one of the front of house staff who's okay. about to be promoted to Burger Thane. Okay. 
who looks quite greasy as an actor. Um, John Hamm. Dane DeHaan. Well, I don't know that one. Dane DeHaan from uh, Valerian, City of a Thousand. Oh, he does look quite planets. greasy. Yeah. Okay. He's he's and got like not eyes. Really human. Oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he looks like they've put skin on a skull. Um, I mean, that, that technically they did quite literally what his head is <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah yeah there's no there's no meat on that face though is there really it's no. just it's just green sickly skin alright with beads him. of sweat running what's down what's under you other than Amazing Spider-Man 2 come on oh, and, and, and Valerian let's not forget Valerian <laughs> That was an affront. So, yeah, he is working at the thing. I think we get a whole sort of see his day. Like, he's he's got a girlfriend who also works there. Um, played... She's quite ambitious. Yes, she's surprisingly ambitious. <laughs> uh, played by Anna Kendrick. Uh, she is, yeah, she's always rubbing her hands together. <laughs> Well, you have to because it's so greasy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got to you got to use that special stuff that you know they pump it out from a little box on the wall. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't quite get it all, does it? Yeah, no, no, like the grease. Yeah, yeah. Right, the manager, uh, the Burger King, uh, <laughs> played by uh, Brian Blessed. Okay. Of course. Yeah, uh, he's got his two sons working Jesus as well <laughs> you are going in on this one joke <laughs> he's got his two sons working uh, at Burger King he's like oh and, uh, ho, ho, I'm the king of burgers so, so they like basically right <laughs> if he pops his clogs yeah yeah they're gonna be the new burger one of them's gonna be the new burger the next king. in line yeah there's gonna be a yeah. bit of a He's, he's about to retire. Mm. Right. Um, so, yeah, he says, Ah! Dane DeHaan's <laughs> character. <laughs> front of house manager Dane DeHaan. Yes, front of, You've been working here for a good long time now. How, how's about you take over the night shift by yourself? And uh, maybe I'll be on... I'll be on about promoting you to Burger Thane. And so he's like, oh, yes, yes. Well, no, no. F first off, he talks to his girlfriend, Anna Kendrick, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, yes, you should do this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Dane DeHaan. laughs> yeah. and so he's like oh yes yes this is this is perfect um has he has he had a word with those three burger delivery guys that sometimes <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> those mysterious no. burger delivery guys no you may be thinking you may be looking at the title of the film now and saying, ah <laughs> This is this is where uh, these people come in. Uh, so he's he's cooking burgers at night. There's no one in the shop. He's just making these burgers, yeah. uh, and there's three of them, three whoppers <laughs> <laughs> on the counter. Right. Yeah. And uh, we've got Jim Henson in on this. Yeah. Uh, because these burgers are about to speak over yeah. a bubbling uh, deep fat fryer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's only it's one of those because they 
because they put the smaller patties in they come in threes so mm. he's got one of his it's just the wee three meats that he's currently working with mm. <laughs> so these burgers start talking to him <laughs> and he goes and they go you'll be made burger <laughs> scene of the burger king's restaurant and he's like oh my good lord how, how, do you know the future burgers <laughs> yeah we know the we know the burgers very well and we know the future right? even better I'm just trying to do other Jim Henson style voices <laughs> <laughs> Now then, I, I must say that uh, you better beware. The... Oh, this is uh, this is the creature shop. These are this is the London team. Yeah, yeah. You better beware the 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 onions, the onion delivery van. And you so... will never you will never be defeated until <laughs> until onion rings. <laughs> okay, so now we've done all the creature shop voices. <laughs> Is that I think that's all all the Jim Henson creature shop voices we've accounted for, right? Yeah, uh, apart from apart from the uh, here I am, I'm a little a little guy. That one. I'm that's... a little onion in the Burger King. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. I mean, they we've, we've in, got uh, they speak in blank verse. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've sort of got um caught up on the whole uh, Jim Henson aspect mm. which I mean so will the audience no doubt oh, yeah. this is happening you know 30 minutes into the film yeah so <laughs> the Jim uh, what happens next guys uh-huh. oh you're asking us yes he says so what happens next I, I'm like I'm just coming up with this on the off the top of my head right um, I, I, I don't you're doing very well I don't yeah, know Tom because so I've I've never read Macbeth <laughs> I have, but I can't remember what? it. <laughs> what? You've you've never read what? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. The the beef play. <laughs> <laughs> the beefish play. I mean, I've I've never heard of what he's just said, so I'm just going off <laughs> the top of my head uh, what this film should be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And so I think, yeah, he, he wakes up the next day, gets a phone call from Brian Blessed, uh, who's like, hello there, Dane DeHaan's character, who <laughs> shall remain nameless. You can't see this, listeners, but on, on the Sky video, <laughs> Tom's arms are doing yeah. also a Jim Henson expression. Well, it, he did the exact arms of the salesman from Monkey Island. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's character. Uh, sort of just out at 45 degree angles at all times, but in various <laughs> orders. You've been promoted to Burger Thane. Uh, and and magic, magically around his, around his uh, waist forms a, a new belt that shows that he's a Burger Thane. And he gets a new name tag as well. It's yeah. very exciting for Dane DeHaan. And, uh, and his, so his the, girlfriend yeah. is uh, is just like, oh, the burgers spoke true. <laughs> <laughs> what else did they say? They also said I'll be Burger King as well. <laughs> Hereafter. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, I think there's a staff party uh, yeah. to welcome <clears throat> in um, Dane DeHaan as the new burger thane. Everyone's um, they, there. The burger delivery yeah. guy, the, 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 the delivery van drivers. Yeah. One of the, it's um, Keith Allen who drives the uh, the onion <laughs> onion van. Uh, <laughs> delivers from the farms. <clears throat> And uh, and so as they're prepping for the party, because it's at Dane DeHaan's house at their flat, Lady uh, Anna Kendrick, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lady, um, uh, <laughs> almost <laughs> forgot who we'd cast. Uh, <laughs> and almost said the, the the character name in the, oh, in, in the script. Hang on a minute. From. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's Lady MacDonald. This is the rise <laughs> of the MacDonalds. Yes! <laughs> lady MacDonald. Well, uh, not Lady, unless her name is Lady. Yes, that's her name, Lady Lady MacDonald. This is how the MacDonald's empire took over from the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lady MacDonald is, uh, is saying, right, uh... Brian Blessed, the Burger King, is going to be staying at our house tonight. We've got plenty of knives. <laughs> <laughs> We've got tons of knives. Got tons fine. of knives. <laughs> because of all that practice you did, cut, cutting up vegetables. If you kill it, you can become Burger King. Extra cash for us. Extra. We can go on that holiday to Barbados we've always dreamed of. <laughs> um, so... Dane DeHaan, Mr. McDonald. <laughs> They're not married. They've just got the same surname. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Lady McDonald's, Mr. McDonald. <laughs> so, uh, he then goes in and uh, and stabs the Burger King. I don't know. That's too... I, I feel like it should be... Maybe... maybe oh, maybe he dunks his face in the deep fat fryer. Oh, whoa, that'd be was, a really good way of killing somebody. Way more subtle. I was just gonna go like he pours like six sachets of salt into his <laughs> into his water at night, and oh. everyone knows that that Brian Blessed the King's the Burger King's got a heart condition, um, oh. Oh. and he and he causes a causes that's, a heart attack. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, so yeah, he, he pours six sachets of salt into into the. <laughs> into the water uh, that he's drinking at the night and then Brian Blessed has a heart attack and uh, and the police are like this may have been a murder, we're not sure who who has the bigger motive and the two sons of Brian Blessed they're, they're off. they do a runner because they're like oh my god, we're so screwed mm-hmm. um, and so yeah uh, then Mr. McDonald gets made the Burger King, changes the brand name to McDonald's, and that's it. That's the end of the great. Film. Oh right, so it's not a tra- it's not about the tragic downfall of this guy. No, it's actually oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, it's like a rags to riches back back to rags again. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 stepped in ketchup so deep that. <laughs> to turn backwards, tedious as cover. Oh my god, he, he's trying to rub ketchup off his hands and he can't. It just keeps going back. It's in the water. Um, I can't remember what happens in Macbeth, guys. Not gonna lie. Well, 
you've got the bit at the end <clears throat> where the prediction that he won't be defeated until the until the forest comes to Dunsinane, right? And it actually does because some people hold a flipping bit of tree and they walk along and say, yeah. "Oh, that's." So what and was the prediction that the Burgers made? Uh, you just... won't, you won't, you won't be defeated until the subway comes above ground. <laughs> oh, oh. And he's like, oh, that's uh, that's that's never gonna happen. That's never. Gonna happen. <laughs> and, and so the delivery driver for now McDonald's starts his own uh, company called Subway, and that the, they park up opposite, and they get more, more and more customers into Subway because it's healthier, and also yeah. because the the McDonald's that was used to be Burger King has had mm. this whole scandal of the king of it yeah. dying yeah. from heart disease. Yeah, that's a pretty bad indictment yeah. to your to your to your kingdom. I mean, sorry, your uh, burger chain. Yeah. <laughs> So, Lady McDonald's, she kills herself. Uh, I, th- I think there's uh, there's a banquet bit as well where he's like, "Is this a sachet I see before me? Is this sachet of salt down the table?" And then, and then, then <laughs> yeah, Keith Allen, Allen walks in and goes, "Yeah, it is, mate. You're in a burger restaurant, <laughs> and You're surrounded uh, by them." Yeah. So the only thing left, really, is for the burgers to have their like closing scene, yeah, their last yeah. word. So they. Um, um, I when guess... shall we? When shall we reheat again? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that is. I don't know. I've got to, I'm trying to think of this this pitch as mm. regards people who don't know Macbeth. <laughs> oh, they they just reckon they're watching an, a, a like a, a weirdly brilliantly written film about burgers. <laughs> yeah, they're like wow, this this plot could go down in history. And those that those that don't, uh, sorry, that, that, those that do who have just listened to the plot be recited. Yes, but with the word burger thrown in every thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you oh. are. That was uh, whatever that film was called. Uh, telling whoppers. <laughs> telling whoppers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, thank you uh, for listening to that, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I uh, should give out some very special thanks. Firstly, uh, to our amazing patrons who, uh, if you want to support the show, if you like the show, uh, and if you have liked the show this week, then you can go over. Well, first thing you can do is tell your friends. Second thing you can do is give us some uh, reviews, nice five star reviews on iTunes and all those places that you get your uh, you get your podcasts. Uh, and if you want to support us in a monetary fashion, uh, then you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, where you can get all sorts of extra stuff. Uh, um, for just for helping us out and keeping the podcast going and getting better and all that stuff um, so that would be amazing if you could do that uh, we sincerely thank the people who are currently doing so those people are Ross underscore originals my waste of talent Brandon Spanky Mills Spanky Brandon Mills Joe Hegarty Davy Benzo Felix Jimbleby Beepy Beans Brent Black Spicy Boy Charlie Brambles Mihir Trevetti, Alex Keane, and Stephen Douglas Thomas. Thank you, everyone, so much. You guys are amazing. Um, Thank and you. 
you're you're making the podcast if you perceive it to be better then it's your fault and uh, if you perceive it to be worse then don't worry about it uh just tr- try again we'll be, we'll be better next week um so uh, uh i should also thank uh, dave thank you for coming on the show again that's all right um would you like anyone to go anywhere on the internet specifically <laughs> <laughs> yeah they can uh, i've got a couple of internet places they can go to they can go to demon tomato dave on different things on youtube on twitter on twitch demon tomato dave is me that'll do it www.youtube.com forward slash demon tomato dave yeah uh, um so yeah uh go over there uh, check out all dave's content video video james you've got all sorts of song thing and talk about book. So yep. those are some things you do. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Dave, for coming on. And uh, until you find yourself reenacting uh, the Scottish play, uh, <laughs> but in your place of work, however mundane, until then or until next time, I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Dave Bulmer. <laughs> and until next time, remember who pitched it. Bye. 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 I think it was Shakespeare who pitched that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was.